Hi, friends. Welcome to the Hi Friend Podcast. My name is Sarah, and this is a podcast I started with my best friend, Kaylee, to share our perspectives of navigating the mysterious, exciting, and sometimes daunting journey of being single women in our 30s, living into our dreams, figuring things out as we go, and celebrating the beauty through it all. As life enters a new season for both of us, we hope this will be a space where you get to experience freedom to live the life you were created for and deep joy to delight in the journey along the way. By inviting you to listen in on our conversations, through sharing my stories, and by adding new friends to the mix as well. I'm so excited you're here, and I can't wait to create and live out our most beautiful lives together. Hi, friend. Hi, friend. Oh, man. This is weird and also exciting. I know. I, like, have so many different feels about it right now. I'm actually, like, kind of surprised. It, like I have a lot of nostalgia and like kind of butterflies. Yeah, same. I'm also sitting in the same place that we usually <laughs> sit when we're recording together. So like I, I feel like it doesn't feel as weird for me, but it is very weird that you're not just sitting next to me awkwardly on the floor trying to talk into one microphone. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I'm sitting on my sofa staring at the computer and I also think it's hilarious that the sound may now be better. Being so not next it. to each other. How did we? Yeah, we're like, we could have been doing all. this the whole time. I mean, I wouldn't have wanted to. No, much better yeah. in person. But yeah. yeah, this is pretty amazing. I didn't know that this would be an option. So hopefully, this helps us know that we can do this more frequently. Yeah, this <laughs> is great. So good. I've missed you. I've missed you on the podcast, obviously miss you in real life. And I'm so glad that we're doing this together. Yeah, me too. I've missed you. Like I just feel my heart swelling right now. I think even realizing um, like what, how much, what I have been missing, Mm, um, I think as well. So yeah, this is, it's almost like making me teary, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, especially because yeah. this was such a special project and like bonding thing between the two of us, I think. And even when we didn't have, like, weren't always the most consistent, it still was a way for us to come together and um, just talk through these things and have something that we were like creating and building together. And so, yeah, I agree. It's kind of bringing up a lot of feelings that I, I wasn't prepared for either. Yeah. No, not at all. It was good, but I love getting to be back with you yeah. on it. This I is know. exciting. I'm so excited to have you back, and I know everybody else will be too. Yeah, I'm like, hi, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So obviously, I mean, we. I briefly alluded to an update on your end, um, in like my first solo episode, but did not say much because I wanted you to be able to share your story and where you're at and what's going on. And so why don't you just fill everybody in on what's happened over the past few months in your life? Oh my goodness. It feels like I was thinking the other day, I'm like, when did you move? February. Oh my gosh, it feels so much longer. I know. It feels like a lot longer. It feels like six months. Yeah. I also now feel like almost robbed in the year that it's, that we're in May, which I'm excited about being in May. But the fact that it's almost halfway through the year to me right now, I'm like, no, I feel like maybe the year is just getting to start. Uh Um, So 
<laughs> I'm like, oh man, I'm, there's a lot of time that I feel has gotten like lost mm. in a way. Um, so yeah, yeah, I can just, sorry, what were you going to say? I was just say, there was a lot that you had to deal with in the beginning of the year. Like, I feel like, like usually there's that transition to like, oh, I'm going to kick off the new year with new things that you're wanting to do. But with you, it was like all these massive life changes. And so, yeah, yeah it's just a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, basically the changes have been, um, well, what happened is in December, um, I got asked to apply for this position that I now have. It's at the Allender Center, which is here in Seattle, Washington. Mm. And um, it was a really quick like interview application and interview process. And Mm -hmm. in less than, I think it was like in 10 days, I had, including like over the weekend, I had a new job offer that I got on my way to the airport flying home for Christmas. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it was all... It was all really fast, um, yes, and they were ready to have me in January, and I pushed it to February. So thankfully, I had that month to be with everyone. But um, all to be said, then I the night before I came home from Christmas, came back to California. Mm-hmm. I was set up on a date mm-hmm. by my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of her friends, um, they said us, her, her friend has a son and, um, I made a deal with my mom that I would go if she would stop trying to set me up at all. Well, she made that deal with me because I, at first I said, absolutely not. And yeah. so I went, um, because she was like, I promise. Yeah. It was quite the deal coming from Daphne. So when yes. Daphne makes like an offer like that. I would have taken that too. Right? Mm-hmm. You would have taken it. <laughs> like for a life of peace and integrity, yeah. sign me up. I would have made her sign, my mom sign something in like on paper. That's good. I had witnesses. I'm like, you have witnesses. And my family was like, this is like, this is true. Yeah. Um, because if I can only tell you the humiliating things, I think she met him at his family's Christmas party and was like, can I tie you or wrap you up and tie you in a bow and put you under the tree for my daughter? And I was like, dear, my gracious God. Yeah. The fact that he's still (laughs) willing. I I think he doesn't remember that, which is is really good. But (laughs) anyways, if if anyone else has humiliating mothers, um, join the club. So (laughs) um, yeah, that ended up being like a life-changing evening um and now in a relationship um long distance so yeah. I, I came home to california ending a job trying to prepare for a new one trying to prepare to leave and move mm-hmm. um and starting a new relationship so february i think i left the 8th maybe the 7th something like that i started driving to seattle an hour into my drive, I got a call from my boss who was letting me know he was leaving. So it was just been that, like, I say that to, to say, like, I, everything has been, like, not only has it been a transition, but then there's been, like, something else, like, some other layer of upheaval. Yeah. I had to change, like, the route and my drive up there because of the crazy snowstorms also known as like snowmageddon up here Mm -hmm. um so I literally drove into snow um Mm -hmm. and 
my direction, like the Google Maps was like, turn right. And I was like, okay. And so I don't have an SUV and I turn right. And it's like this uphill incline with snow all over it. And so I'm like, oh all righty, here, here we go. And I tried mm-hmm. my, my like car to start sliding backwards. Oh gosh. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, so I finally like found my way. But all I just say, like, I came from Southern California to a snowstorm where I didn't even get to start work for three days later because mm-hmm. everything was shut down. So it was just like I went to the grocery store and it looked like the apocalypse. Ugh. Like, everything was being ransacked. It made me anxious. So I started buying a lot of things. <laughs> I didn't know. So I was like, should I be doing this? <laughs> Like jars and jars of beans. <laughs> yes. And like things of uh, water. I don't know. So yeah. creepy. So, um, yeah, it was just, I was prepared. Like I had been shopping for rain, but was not at all prepared for snow. So like no. I get online and ordered snow boots. <laughs> like, I need those. Um, I need a new coat, like all these things. So I, yeah, it's been a lot in the last few months. I, have a new job in a new city and a new state and a new relationship trying mm-hmm. to make new friends and trying to stay connected to my current ones. Yeah. Um, Those are a lot of really big life things. Not to mention you didn't even have a for sure place to live when you went up there. You had a temporary place that you were landing in yeah. for a little bit, but you yeah. still weren't anyway. totally sure where you were going to be moving and then had like another move, you know, after a month yeah. after you were there to find, to move into the place you're in now. Yeah. Which can I say, like finding a place to live when you're a buyer, like you're on your own is madness. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Yeah. It is crazy. How many I went and saw 14 places one weekend by myself and I'm not like an oh. organized Excel person. Like, I'm not kidding. <laughs> um, but it was nuts and you yeah. just, are doing these things and you're trying to figure it out and you have a time crunch of like okay I need to find a place to live and I need to do this and mm-hmm. and really like I so much of this like I haven't known what I was doing um mm-hmm. but it's it's working I mean it's happening but I would say it has felt like I think one day I literally had to go put my feet in dirt mm-hmm. because I have felt so ungrounded yeah. Um, that I was like, I need to feel like my feet on the ground, like in dirt, um, to try and find some like more stability. Um, yeah, yeah because, absolutely. Yeah. Every, like all your normal rhythms. And I mean, you know, like you've now transitioned into, you have this really cool, um, flexibility with your work style and schedule right now and, and the projects you have going on. And mm-hmm. I went from having more of a schedule like that to a typical work week schedule Mm -hmm. and um it's like then all my normal rhythms have been off like just how much like rhythms and things that you are used to whether it be in community or your own personal ones I think that's a lot something that you've talked about well I know it's something you've talked about on the podcast like you and your morning routines and Mm -hmm. so when everything is thrown off like it's just felt like so much upheaval and chaos in the midst of excitement and adventure and hope and goodness. Um, yeah. But a lot of like what sometimes like what is happening? 
to me. Oh gosh. Yeah. Brent, I just have so much compassion for you. I mean, obviously I knew all these things were happening, but I don't think it really hit me until we, you know, you and I had a conversation on Friday a couple of days ago. Um, and just being reminded of all of the massive life shifts that took place in such a short amount of time. Um, like how stressful each of those could be on their own. And then, and not even stressful might not even be the right word, but just emotionally involved. Like they're very, um, they can be disorienting or they're just take a lot of your energy and to have all of those things grouped together in a fairly short amount of time is, I just can't, I can't imagine. And I, yeah, I think like when I say like we're in different places, part of the compassion is like, I just, my, my experience is so far from that right now. Like I, mm-hmm. not much has changed. <laughs> I mean, yes, my job stuff, mm-hmm. but like you said, I've been settling into more of a routine. And mm-hmm. so, and if anything, my life has slowed down a ton too. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not traveling a lot. I, um, I'm not going out very much. Like my friends mm-hmm. are kind of dispersed. So I don't feel like I'm even being as social as I normally am. So mm-hmm. it's like, I'm thinking, picturing a graph in my mind of like the stimuli and your life, like going up, 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 and then mine, like, <laughs> just, like, zenning out, like, last night was a Saturday night, and I was supposed to go over and hang out with Allie, and then she, we, she just couldn't, and so I was like, great, I'm just gonna, um, I'm gonna journal in bed, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a hypnosis, and I'm going to go to bed early on a Saturday. We've done such a reversal. I know, oh, and, and, <laughs> and I just didn't think it's, it's funny how, yeah, yeah. how my, my, our lives are so different. I mean, not that your mm-hmm. life is, yeah, wh- like crazy and wild, but you've been traveling more and, um, uh, yeah. Well, I think even just like you said, like each one of those things in and of themselves can be like a bigger shift emotionally and mm-hmm. to have all of them on top of each other, um, it's been a lot. Yeah, <laughs> It's been, it's been a lot. And yeah, I think sometimes not, I, this happened in our, you know, we, about this in our conversation like sometimes I haven't even known what I need um Mm -hmm. and because I don't really know where I am or or I do but I I I don't know what I need um but I know I need I've needed care um or when people I think there's also been a fight of um a fight to like not want to necessarily be as open with the reality of where I'm am sometimes um mm-hmm. because I think I don't want to be like every time I talk to her she's down or um or mm-hmm. like uh dissuade someone from taking a risk um because they're like oh it's gonna be so hard oh, interesting. Um, yeah. and so I I have noticed myself at times and I think not not wanting to have I think my own fight with my grief um and fear of loneliness so and yet like when I do finally grieve and like enter into that and feel into it it's so cathartic and it's so releasing and uh, you actually felt a lot more connected to me rather mm-hmm. than um and not pushed away um because I think sometimes I have this and part of that goes in my own story like Right, it's going to become too much, and someone isn't going to want to continue to be there. Like they're going to want me to be positive, and and mm-hmm. I am. Like there's a lot of goodness, mm-hmm. um, but I'd say like, yeah, I, I think that's 
that's something I've, it's been hard for me to have to come to terms with the reality of my transition, but all of that and holding all those things has also been really exhausting where sometimes I like, I just have no energy and I'm like, what is wrong with me? Like I've asked, like, am I depressed um, at certain points and, you know, and been on different time zones from traveling and mm-hmm. whatever, but yeah, it's hard. And like, and as much as you need to, I think in the spaces I have had, I'm like, trying to find God. <laughs> uh, I laugh. I don't know why I laugh at saying that because sometimes I'm like, I need to hear your voice and I don't hear you. Um, mm. And sometimes I do and yeah. I see him and I'm present, but it's like, uh, and then there's the fight and that. And, and so in trying to, you know, do the things that you don't feel like doing because when you are more down like feeling kind of depressive like you don't want to get outside like Mm -hmm. you want to hole up and I think there is space for that to like say yeah you're not finding soothing right now like um and you can if if staying in bed will give you will be caring to you for a little bit like great then there's also another part of like I know the things that my my body and my brain need you know like I'm a therapist I know Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and, and beyond being a therapist, like, I think people know that regardless, but it's also hard. Like we've talked about this. It hasn't, thankfully it's been more light up here, but I mean, my body has just missed being warm. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. I've never been one to crave the desert. And I'm like, uh, get me to the freaking <laughs> desert. <laughs> I Put wonder me on a rock and like, let me sizzle. Like, yes. I know. I wonder if my deep love for the desert went up so much after living in Portland for four years. I never, I didn't, I don't remember like being obsessed with it or loving it as a child or like growing up. It was just somewhere it was felt like home because we'd go out there a lot, but it wasn't maybe until (laughs) I understood the value of like being warmed up, um, that it became so life-giving to me. This is how Sarah feels. Like, it's like, this is the deep desire she had for their desert. I was like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. So I know. Yeah. when I went out there, I wish I could have like scooped oh. you up somehow and brought you with me. I literally like looked up like a plane. plane. <laughs> 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 it's like, this is why we need a private plane. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, yeah. So, well, thanks so much for, for sharing all that. And I, yeah, I, I'm curious. I know, like you said, sometimes it's hard to even know like what you need or what you want to do, but I'm curious as to what some of the things are that the areas you have been caring for yourself or like how, mm-hmm. um, like what has felt good or what are the things that have been life-giving? Um, I love the grounding thing. That's, I don't think we've, you've taught me that a little bit, but also, I've been noticing that lately and I read this really interesting post about, um, I understand like the psychological part of how it makes, you know, it grounds us in the present and, and all of that. But there, like the scientific part of it is that about like the negative ions, um, it's either positive or negative, obviously you can probably mess it up, but in the ground versus the, the stimulus, like the things that we're getting from technology and stuff all day long is the opposite Mm -hmm. of that. And we literally Mm -hmm. need that 
um, opposite charge to like ground us and to remove those things from us. And um, so, yeah. And I just, how little we actually touch the earth because of even just shoes, like even when we're getting outside, that's helpful and it's good to breathe the air and smell flowers and stuff. But I was like, wow, how often do I touch the ground? And I, I do notice like when I walk on grass or on sand or in the water with bare feet, there is something so calming Mm -hmm. about that, that I hadn't really realized before. And so yeah, mm-hmm. I want to be more intentional about about grounding myself. I know it's it really does make such a difference. And yet, sometimes I'm like, I fight it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, I fight, <laughs> I fight doing what what I'm needing. Um, mm-hmm. But um, there are times where, yeah, I've baths have been really big for me since oh. I moved. Oh, okay. um, I'm so bad. I love them, and now I don't have in my place I have a great shower um and I have a I have gone to a friend's house and gotten in their bath um but now when I travel and I'm in a hotel I always take a bath yeah and that has been something really big Mm -hmm. I'm trying to journal definitely like getting out for walks um like being outside and um yeah, like being able to, and not just walking, I think I'm trying to even stop and take moments to stare at and take in the beauty, mm-hmm. like, um, and other kind of like sensual exercises where closing my eyes and grounding and just like becoming present with what I hear. Um, I've been reading a lot through the Psalms, mm. um, because they can express they're, they're putting words to all the range of emotions we can have and yeah. express. And sometimes I don't know what mine are right now, or sometimes mm-hmm. I do, and it gives me freedom in that. Um, but it's been really, that's been really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, some of that has been learning to be vulnerable, even in my dating relationship and not hide in that way. Yeah. Um, and being able to say like, I'm like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Like where before I'd be really embarrassed about that. Um, and letting myself, (laughs) he was like, will you let me love you? And I was like, fine. (laughs) I just don't know how. (laughs) So yeah, learning to let people love me. I think even in our conversation on on Friday, you and I like, like, Oh, she wants in. Um, Mm -hmm. can I let her in? And so, like, um, the like being like, Kaylee, people want to know. Like, yeah. people want to know how you are. Um, it's not just like for me to to take on managing everything and and being well. So, I think that's a lot of different kind of talking. I think I'm some nights I you know I'm do it well, or some days I do it well, other days I I don't, and I'm. I think it's being able for me to name, like, I'm not well right now. Mm. Um, And whether that's, like, needing, like, God or even, like, the mother spirit, you know, Um, like, mother God to tend and nurture, Mm. Um, being able to call for what I need. Um, But it's hard. I, I got to garden today. 
Mm-hmm. I told you a little bit before, and mm-hmm. it was really lovely. Mm-hmm. My nose was running profusely from. <laughs> oh, do you have allergies? I, well, it turns out I do. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, but I, I I agree with you. Like, kind of coming up with routines and being able to to do stuff, and I think having a lot of grace, like grace upon grace upon grace, where I'm like. It's like when you get into a new job, you know, anyone, you tell them like there's an adjustment period and usually that's at least anywhere from three to six months. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Kaylee, you have a new job, mm-hmm. you have a new st- city and state. Like there's so many things that I'm, I, my capacity of grace for myself has just been really challenged. Yeah. Um, so trying to like, yeah, be like have that. Um, good yeah well even I'm so glad that even though it still probably will be hard to do this at times but that you're able to hear like from me from your boyfriend like that we want to we want to hear those things and it's okay like there's not a um a need to be have our emotions cared for or our ourselves to be cared for Mm -hmm. of um and that it if anything it just makes us more endeared to you more like feel more Mm -hmm. caring and loving like how we can um yeah just like wanting to care for you in Mm -hmm. that and um, yeah and it sounds I know it's it is hard to know all at all times like what would what does my body need right now? What does my soul need right now? And it sounds like you are like, you have all these tools and these things that you're doing. Um, but yeah, it is such a, it's such a practice. I feel like to have to get still and be like, what do I need right now? Like what, Mm -hmm. what is it that would feel best to me right now? Is it something that I need to eat and take care of myself Mm -hmm. in that way? Is it, do I need to, um, like rub my arm? Do I need a soft blanket on me? Mm -hmm. Do I need to watch a chick flick? Like I, and yeah, that's been a practice of mine that I've been trying to get so much better at too. Yeah. And I think something we talk about, like, we're not like, it's really hard. I mean, we can't have someone, we're not dependent on someone to care for us all the time. Like we need to have our own practices, right? Like Mm -hmm. we need to be able to do that. And at the same time, like, we're not meant to just care for ourselves by ourselves. Like, and I think that's been hard is like all my places of care um people of care are not here um and so it's it everything is long distance um and sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm just like so over that you know I don't want to get on the the phone or like I I just want to be in person Mm -hmm. and like cared for yeah um and so like the reality is, is like sometimes care by ourselves, like, and this may be like, this may be upsetting to people to hear right now and people don't have to agree with me, but I would say like, it's not enough. And, um, sometimes just you and God isn't enough. And I realize that may sound like blasphemy. Um, I think what it really leads us into is like a deeper lament, um, and and where you where I wrestle with Jesus in that you know and so I I think if he was fully enough he wouldn't have said like it's not good for man to be alone um Mm. but he did say that Mm. and he created Mm. a partner and so then having to wrestle with you know like of course it's it's not why am I living in what wasn't meant to be how things weren't 
meant to be created. And in this moment, it is like painstaking. Mm. Um, and, and so I think it's taken me into a lot of honest conversations um, with God. Yeah. And that, and sometimes once I like, that's sometimes why I don't want to, f- to face what I'm feeling because I don't want to, I don't want to have to <laughs> talk with him <laughs> about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think as we're like, yeah, talking about rhythms of care, it, I think sometimes like we can only do so much for ourselves and there is a lot of, a lot of at times that's infuriating to me, especially, mm-hmm. um, in singleness. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think what's challenging about your situation or the, the unique um, thing that you're in is that you have to like kind of not strive for it, but you have to be intentional. It's the right word. Like you have to be intentional about seeking out that care from people in a way that you wouldn't maybe have to as much if you were back home, like back down here, yeah. like when you are with your community and your people, um, that's why it's such a gift to have that, to have people who live close to you, like um, or yeah, whatever, like rhythms of, um, connecting with people or having family dinners or, or whatnot, or in-person relationships, because you can just be together and you can feel cared for in that without as much effort. Whereas when you're like, for me, both of us with our families, like we have to schedule calls. Yeah. We have to get, ask for FaceTimes because I don't get to see my nephew and mm-hmm. I want to like see my family all together in one place. And, and so yeah. with you right now, um, I can just imagine that that's, it's maddening might be the right word. And like, because it, it, you want it to be something that's just like, I want to be cared for. And I want this to just feel natural. And, um, even as we were, you and I were talking on the phone the other day, I was like, just felt this strong sense of like, I just want to be on a bed with you. Like I want to be sitting mm-hmm. next to you on your bed. And I don't, I even felt the frustration of the phone and with, I haven't had to deal with that as much mm-hmm. with, with the two of us. And, um, so yeah, yeah, I think that's a good reminder to people of like, and just inc- encouragement. I don't, or I don't know the right word. Like, um, I just feel for people who either aren't in the situation where they have their, their family or their close friends close mm-hmm. to them. And, and then with that, like, it may seem unfair, but the, the call being to really care for yourself in a way that you mm-hmm. are intentional about seeking out those, those friendships and that community and doing what it takes to, to be with your people, whether that's booking a flight somewhere or, mm-hmm. um, going, I don't know, to a place where, you know, you can meet people nearby or asking a close friend to make an introduction to someone, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, it, it's, you know, I miss like just being able to come over, like just walk over to your house and seriously and not have to say anything or go on a walk or whatever. And it's, it, there's, uh, oh my gosh, like you just realize the gift of being known. Um, is so precious um, and so good and so yeah I've had to be pretty intentional here about letting certain people um, about being vulnerable to let people here know me Mm -hmm. luckily I do know some people here but even in that like developing trying to develop more friendships you know it's one thing to like know some have some friends but when I I mean I come from such a rich community you know like Mm -hmm. we have such rich friendships and um uh it's it's a really unique and special and so yeah I think I would just I would I would really encourage and I have to encourage myself like I have to 
tell myself these things and I encourage other people like to to be open and be courageous and brave to let other people like know where you're at you know mm-hmm. so they can be with you in it um yeah. because I can't grow those friendships I mean it, it's been asking like reaching out to people and being like hey what are you up to mm-hmm. um and they may not want to <laughs> I don't know mm-hmm. um and it's gone well and up here is not really a hospitable culture <laughs> and then the Pacific Northwest isn't known for that they're they're mm-hmm. known for like the Seattle freeze, you know, so it's the opposite yeah, of warm and friendly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and people have been really, really great. And it's just some of it takes time. Yeah. And I think that's hard. Is it mm-hmm. it takes time. Um and so yeah, we're I know like we're even figuring that out. Um how to transition in not being neighbors mm-hmm. um, and it's not even like we're in the same city you know and still get to be at the same church and yeah. oh man that's another thing that's changed like different church and mm-hmm. trying to find one so uh, yeah I think I mean I know that's something we're talking about but and we could even kind of share like what that's been like for us I mean I would love to hear even from you yeah like, how, how this journey has been been on you well first of all um speaking of like just it being hard being apart I there was a moment the other day where I, I got out of my car in front of my house and I saw someone walking from like your block um towards me and it seriously she looked like you mm-hmm. and my heart like dropped and oh my gosh I'm gonna start crying like <laughs> seriously was like just remember like all the times, like you would walk over to my house, we go on walks together. And I just had this like flash of a moment where I was like, wait, Kaylee, is that you? And, um, yeah, man, it's rough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, um, obviously it's been hard. It's been a transition to go from, even though I think where we both were at in our lives when you moved, um, kind of lent itself a little bit to room for separation and that being okay. Like I think leading up to that, not only did I know this was coming, so I probably had time to prepare emotionally. Um, but I think our, our lives were already starting to feel somewhat separate and there was a lot going on. I even remember like that last month that you were here and things moved really quickly. Wasn't there an overlap of two of our trips? Like I went up to meet Mm-hmm. my nephew and you were in Seattle possibly before you moved mm-hmm. and it was something like 10 or 12 days straight that we weren't able to see each other mm-hmm. in the short amount of time we had left so it was just yeah. this like yeah there was already starting to feel the the loss of that and um and part of me was okay okay with it to some extent just because I was excited for you I knew that this was going to the chapter that you wanted I kind of was focusing on some other projects and, um, felt like that gave me a good distraction. Um, but as we've gone on and it seriously feels so much longer than mm-hmm. I could have sworn you left like beginning of January, <laughs> end of February. <laughs> like, like that's, not, that's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think recalibrating my life a little bit too. And I've had to be intentional even, I think you were my go-to, like you were my mm-hmm. person. And so it was that fallback of the consistency of like, Oh, if I don't have plans this weekend, 
obviously I'll be checking in with Kaylee and we'll probably just go over to each other's house or go on a walk or whatever it might be. And now, um, like Allie and I have kind of stepped into that, that role a little Mm -hmm. bit, um, your old roommate, Mm -hmm. I don't know, um, because both of us like feel that loss loss Mm -hmm. of you. And so it's kind of, you know, like not fumbling through that because she's a good friend of mine, but we're not used, we're not in the rhythm of before we weren't of like always checking in. And so it's been nice. Um, but also, um, weird to like find new people to fill those spaces. And, Mm -hmm. um, I think, yeah, we've, we've talked about this both before you left and then just kind of again recently of navigating in friendships where communication styles or love languages or whatever you want to call them are, are different, you know, and like, what does that look like? And I think it's been, um, challenging, but also I'm proud, like proud of us in the way that we are approaching this. Cause I think I'll, you think of having these types of conversations with like a romantic partner and not always with your friends, like mm-hmm. kind of like sitting down and having tough conversations around like, Hey, I'm feeling disconnected from you right now, or this is hard for me, or this is awkward. Or like, I don't feel like there's an equal amount of um, communication or commitment or whatever it might be. And how to, how to navigate that together. And because um, at least from like my end, I am someone who is like very high touch with my friends. I'm on my phone. So um, not even really texting, but I'd say like I use Marco Polo a lot, uh, especially with friends that are, are distant from me as a way to like stay connected. And, um, and it's just, that's just easy for me. It just comes easily. I find like there's, I know the pockets in my day that that can work and how that um, will fit in. And so with you and I, like we were very good that wasn't an issue because we had each other in person. So Mm -hmm. we didn't have to really work on that that much. But um, as you're someone who is not on your phone as much and who, you know, are more like focused on the things in front of you or one at a time type of a thing, it's been, it's been challenging Mm -hmm. for me to feel like this disconnect or the separation. um, And then also not wanting, this has felt better um, recently. I, I haven't felt this way, but in the past, like, feeling kind of like a grasping for you or like a feeling Mm -hmm. like sad that you were um, maybe not, I don't know. I was taking it as more of like, Oh, she doesn't want to be around me or doesn't want to talk to me as much. And then the fallout of that being that then I, I can come on. There's a, there's an anxious energy that can Mm -hmm. come from that. I'm aware of. And Mm -hmm. I know that that um, is not, it's hard for other people sometimes. And then it's hard for me because that's part of my story of that I of worrying that I'm too much for people or that people are going to be overwhelmed. Um, and so, yeah, it like kind of starts to spiral a little bit and that hasn't, that hasn't been part of, um, my experience with you and our friendship lately. Like, um, but it has been kind of like a, how Mm -hmm. do, how do I connect with you during this season and how am I, how can I be sensitive to all that you're going through? but also like get my, you know, you get needs. Yeah. Like get yeah. my time with my yeah. friends too. And, yeah. um, and so I, I, yeah, again, like the conversation that we just had the other day was so helpful because I was feeling, um, distant and awkward and probably a little hurt. Um, and then to hear your heart and some of that was like, Oh, <laughs> I didn't really realize that she was, <laughs> that that's where you were at. And it's not just like a, you, 
not having time for me or, you know, prioritizing other things. Like there's so much to this and it, it just, it really did soften my heart so mm. much to, to you and um, your situation. And, um, but yeah, I think it's something that we'll probably still have to talk through or figure <laughs> out like what works for both of us. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no. And I just, one thing um, I'm so grateful for you in, and not that this is to be responsible. I think this is an area that I, not I think I know is an area that I'm working on growing in general in um, and that is like initiating conversations when I like feel something mm-hmm. or if there's like potential tension or just like hey I'm having these feelings like I need to tell you about it um, and I do that sometimes but I, I, it is definitely like I know an area I can grow in and so I am really thankful that you like don't shy away from initiating or being able to be honest about your feelings and mm-hmm. um, speak to those. And one, it's like something I want to harness more of personally, but also one I've benefited from a lot. I think on, on Friday when we were talking, it was just, it, it's funny because you can like, I like we, we just have totally different experiences of things. Mm-hmm. And so like, I was just so excited to be talking. Like last time we talked, like it was so connected. It was was, great. We had talked and like I had been traveling. So like to me, this is, you know, it was almost like a few days later that we were talking because like time had been wiped away Uh to me. Like it Mm -hmm. it hadn't even happened, even though there was so much that happened in between. So I'm like, oh, I just can't wait to like talk to my friends. Like I've been missing. (laughs) And you're like, I don't feel connected to you. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and you're like, this is really awkward right now. I was like, huh? Like, I, just, I know. You uh, like you, we can sense each other's energy a little bit. I mean, yeah. I wasn't like, I didn't like come in that hot maybe. No, but. you weren't coming. You weren't, you weren't like, you weren't mean or angry. I was just, a, it was just something I'm like, wow, we're in really different. Yeah places mm-hmm. um, and I think that's just so true to all people and, and so I th- I think what I why I say that too is I mean the one I just felt like I mean I, I said this too I I definitely felt like a failure and that's been part of what we've talked about in my dynamic is I can feel like um I'm failing you mm-hmm. in in our relationship or the amount of communication you have and at times that's been when we're in person or when we lived closer to each other even like energy wise of not always now you're staying in like now you're sending out of course when I'm (laughs) shoot right there with you (laughs) I'm not drinking I'm not going out (laughs) be right over Sarah yeah (laughs) I started drinking tea (laughs) all the things that you were like no 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 um so you know, <laughs> funny, funny how that, that works. Yeah. God, mm-hmm. it's humorous. Um, but yeah, I think I, I say that too, is just like for listeners to have that awareness or keep that in mind when something's going on with your friend or you're even like approaching a conversation that is likely or may not be connected or on the same page. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and to be able, because we were talking about like even practicalities of this, what does this look like? And mm-hmm. maybe even giving time on a, a phone date to first check in and be like, okay, where are we? Like, how are you? Like, where is our connection? And even kind of being able to tend to that um, yeah. and understand where the other person's coming from or where they're at on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I think that totally shifted our conversation as yeah, well. Um, yeah, I agree. I think even when you said that, like it felt so good at that thought and I can think of how I would want to be like that in with a partner someday too, of like, just that checking in of like, where are you at right now? Or like, what, what, how are you feeling about us? And not that that needs to be this constant, like, okay, how are you feeling? Like, where are we at? Like that doesn't need to be that. But I think, um, especially with the distance, we don't have the like in-person ability to read each other's energy or to sense like, mm-hmm. um, cause I think before, like you would be able to, when we've gotten together, you'd be like, is, is everything okay? Yeah. Or like, is something like we can tell in each other's like tones or we just know, like if we haven't been around each other. Right. And so I think, um, yeah, it was just like, I knew I could tell then when we started talking, I was like, oh, I thought maybe like, you'd be like, gosh, it's, you know, like I've been so distant or whatever. And when I realized that we weren't in the same space, space I was like, <laughs> I just like, couldn't, I was like, I can't keep talking. I'm not going like hop into a normal conversation. <laughs> um, but obviously I wanted to, like I, and I mm-hmm. did want to do that, but I, um, cause we, of course we had like a million things to catch each other up on. Um, all of which I don't even think we did over the hour and a half, but um, yeah. But even so. that, just like I love what you're saying of like, don't force something. Like mm-hmm. if you're not feeling like connected to the person, like don't force yourself in that conversation. That's why I'm, I'm thankful that you just were honest and named mm-hmm. those things. And it also was a lot of what I needed. Like it helped open me up to mm-hmm. receive, like to receive your care, to to receive to be in friendship I mean that's what that's what relationship is is in in that community and um and I think in the midst of like being on such different pages and in this place like I just couldn't even try and keep it together if I wanted I just I mean I just broke into tears and and so there's something like I, I think really important about that and in knowing like Kaylee, this is what friendship is. Um, and so, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I hope that more people can have these conversations because I think it is like any relationship, especially the longer you have it, the more you're going to have to figure out how to work through things. And mm-hmm. I so appreciate our commitment and our loyalty um, to another, not like a false loyalty to just like, well, I have to be there, but like a, a true loyalty to the relationship, um, and to love one another. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think this is part of it. Yeah. And then the, just the challenge, I mean, like with all relationships is being mindful of what, where the other person's at and what they're going through. And sometimes that does look like a putting aside your own emotions. I mean, not to say like my feelings aren't valid or important or whatever but I think you know there's times there's give and take it's not always equal in a relationship Mm -hmm. as far as like needs and some right Mm -hmm. now like I have more to give emotionally like I have space I and you don't and so to expect you to be um like initiating conversations or (laughs) to check in on me you know like I I'm okay with 
that not being the case, especially when I know um, where you're at and where you're coming from. And so I think it is so valuable of like that check-in and kind of realizing like, how can I best be loving my partner, loving my friend Mm -hmm. in this season? And that there's unique like challenges at different times in our life with that. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, it just was helpful for me. Um, And I think, and like the grace thing too, like being able not only you giving grace to yourself and being hearing you say like, I'm struggling with this. Like I'm struggling with keeping up with my relationships. Um, but then that allowing me to have more grace too, and not, and not be like, Oh, I'm so bummed that I'm not like getting to hear from her more or that I don't, our relationship's not as close. Like that's okay. Like there's sometimes there's rhythms to life and there's rhythms to friendships. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I expected that a little bit when you when you moved, but I think we're just constantly like recalibrating and adjusting mm-hmm. to um, our new normal of not mm-hmm. of yeah you in the season of transition and these big um, exciting life things that are happening, but that are also taking a lot from um, from you, and then me um, here without my person, mm-hmm. um, without a relationship, which is fine. That's been actually okay, but. Um, yeah, of just like uh, figuring it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, and I, I appreciate. It. I, I think this. I'd say I would just echo that. And at the same time, like my heart is to want to be able to be there and know what's going on in your life, you know. And mm-hmm. and and it is really hard knowing that I don't know what's happening in many people's lives that I care about and I'm missing out on things. And, mm-hmm. um, and particularly like am you being particularly one of those people, you know, and, and if there is something wanting to both be able to celebrate with you and like, if there's something hard wanting to be able to be there. And so I think it's hard when, you know, like we like to be pursued as people. Like mm-hmm. we don't always want to have to initiate. Yeah. Um, and so just so mindful, um, thankful for your generosity in that. And also mindful that like, thankful that you have that ener- extra energy um, and also mindful, like that's, you know, it, it, it has its own weight to it. And um, it's not one that I, I think like, again, that that's a seasonal thing and want to be able to bear with you in sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, but that's not like a, I think important, like something else that's important in relationships is to make sure like seasonal care, like what's happening, don't become like these relational patterns that mm-hmm. then become lopsided in power or pleasure yeah um and so yeah wanting to be like mindful of that and yeah I don't know what else to say and too but just well, I think we need to figure out a time we can see each other in person too <laughs> it's been part of the challenges um mm-hmm. yeah and we will and I know that we'll make it happen um, I, d- I did want to share another sort of practical thing, which yes. we haven't been great about keeping up on, but every person who I tell about this is like, wow, that's such a good idea. It was your idea, I think, 
to start a shared album on iPhoto yeah. between the two of us because you are not on social media. So I think that's the other thing too, is like, I just assume like my friends can are seeing what I'm doing and they're keeping up with me. And then I'm like, Oh, Kaylee has no idea where I'm at right now. Or like there's, yeah, it just is. And so we started that and like, cause I think you had gone to Dallas um, for something and I mm-hmm. kept being like, please, send me the freaking picture that you said you're going to send me. <laughs> and you're like, oh, well, I'm like, <laughs> and then finally you did. And I was meeting um, Sawyer, my nephew for the first time. Mm-hmm. And so instead of just like texting each other photos, we're like, which I guess that's kind of the same thing, but I don't know. There's something about it. Cause you really can upload yeah. them. Totally. And you can, you get notified of it and then mm-hmm. you can comment on stuff. And so we did that. Like I did that on my best lives retreat and yeah. um, just to, I don't know, like when I'd be like, oh, Kaylee added some photos. How fun. And um, I actually was thinking about that the other day. I need to I know. Same. I feel like I've had some things happen that I was like, oh, I should share these. Um, but yeah, that's just kind of a, I think that is a fun way. And then too, of like figuring out modes of communication, like we're fi- like, we still use Boxer, which I think mm-hmm. is helpful. Sometimes it lets us down as far as notifying us, oh my gosh. Uh, which is, can be challenging. Um, and I know like, my preference would be that we could talk more on Marco Polo, oh. but that can have issues. Yeah. So just, well, I mean, it's cause now I take the bus most days to work. Mm-hmm. So like the best times to be able to do Marco Polo are on my way to work or like on the way home. Mm-hmm. But when I'm on the bus, it's a little hard. It's, like, it's, a little, hard. it's a little awkward. It's like everyone's up in your business. <laughs> I, do, <laughs> I do Marco Polo's on my walk sometime around the Island. And even that is like, if it looks like I'm like filming a like a like a Instagram live <laughs> of like story. hey guys coming to you live from Balboa Island here's or like, no I promise I'm like talking to a friend but <laughs> let me show you let me yeah. prove it <laughs> but it's just like a video of myself like recording when they see it it's not FaceTime <laughs> and so embarrassing but that's sometimes that's like the only time I can do it and so I, I try to like keep hold it down low at a really unflattering angle of myself mm-hmm. um, but yeah no the bus is a different story so I get that and yeah I think like figuring out like what works best for friends or mm-hmm. some people do well with like have, scheduling a weekly phone date and other people are like no I'd rather just like vox you when I have the time or send you this when I have the time and then yeah but um yeah, finding your own and also having to this and I say this because it's probably me, like just because it's not all that you want, like not to give up on it. Like mm. still needing to um even though it's not gonna be fully sufficient, maybe in all the ways, but it's mm-hmm. still something and it's still important. Mm-hmm. Um and so to put in that that effort. Um and it's almost a discipline, like to be disciplined in your f- friendships um, and yeah. your relationships. Um, yeah. Yeah. And well, can you let yourself like take the good from what may not feel like all that you want it to be? Yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, that I feel like super applies to me too, because I've noticed myself um, not even in an in a act of like, well, whatever, I don't care, like, or like, what's the word, um, like out of hurt or something, but honestly, just feeling at times like, well, maybe this just isn't a season where she wants to talk or has the space to talk as much. So I'm just going to back off a little bit more and notice, um, trying not to like reach out or engage. And I don't want to do like fall into that pattern either. Like I want to, um, 
or make you feel like just because I'm not hearing from you as much doesn't mean you still don't want to hear from me. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, it's just, I think it's been good to be honest about that. And even at times where that has been hard for me to be, to be vulnerable and be like, I hate that I feel this way or I know how it's coming across Mm -hmm. or whatever it might be. And a lot of times you're, you know, you meet that very well as far as not making me, I don't feel like I'm too much for you and you've done such a good job of, um, I don't know, just making me feel like that, those feelings being normalized Mm -hmm. and not, a a, like a burden. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, communication, 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 anything. (laughs) And I think even being able to state like the assumptions that we're making, like right right now, we're making up in our head. Yeah. The story that I'm telling myself is this, like, Uh um, what? Yeah. And like letting the other person hear that. And I think often because what what's happening is like, I mean, we all have our own stories and the way that they like interact and with each other and our ways of relating and what gets triggered or what gets, you know, whatnot. It, it's often not even always to do with like, the, there's like this myth that it's not even what's always going on with the other person and so always usually something deeper and different (laughs) yeah and so um I think you know we we just are we lose when we operate in those ways or we let those things take over Mm. and then that's when Mm. like distance gets created and we are fighting something that's not even actually what what needs to be fought you know like Mm -hmm. um and I think that's just the way like the enemy comes in to like get between things Mm -hmm. um so I I'm seeing that too like even as we talk like the importance of saying like this is the story I'm telling (laughs) telling myself such a good reminder um yeah speaking of and um maybe we can wrap it up but um I feel like I honestly feel like it's like a counseling session, but like in a good way. Um, and part of that is because my mind, I just started listening to, um, do you, I'm sure, you know, Esther Perel. Okay. I haven't heard anything yet, but okay. I, well, she's like, yeah, definitely heard the name. She's like therapist, sex therapist. She uh, specifically, um, has done a lot of work and research around infidelity. And so mm. I've heard her, I used to hear her on the dear sugar podcast. She was a guest okay. a couple times. Um, and yeah, very fascinating. And then I just listened to her on, um, Dak Shepard's podcast, which mm. is like a long interview. And I've heard about her own podcast. It's called where do we go from here? Um, and it's so fascinating friend. It is her counseling couples, um, real time. Like, Mm. and it's not her her actual clients. It's people who volunteer to do this, but it's real couples, real problems. And it is wow. Like to get a picture. And that's why I think what, like what you and I are doing is valuable because I think a lot of people don't necessarily get to hear best friends, like working through, (laughs) working through things or talking each other through, um, yeah, like relational stuff or the deeper things of life. And so it's also very rare, I would, you know, and I'm not married, but um, to get a like this intimate peek into couples, like deep um, issues and recurring problems. And I mean, it's a lot around like sex and infidelity um, as a part of it, but there's so many other layers to it too. And just to hear the way that she works with them is inc- is so fascinating. Like sounds, I, yeah, that sounds really interesting. Yeah, I'm 
I've been like binging it the last couple days. Yeah, I would love to look into that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hope this is enjoyable and beyond enjoyable, helpful mm-hmm. for our friends like listening. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, maybe this was more for us than it was for everyone else, but um, no, I, I hope that there's good things to, to take away because it's true. And, and honestly, like this, I think like all of this work that we do in our friendship you mm-hmm. like helps in all of my relationships yeah like I take it into my relationships I'm at work and the ones I'm forming my family ones like mm-hmm. I take that into my relationship with my boyfriend like this is it's just really important and so I think yeah there's almost like I, I think that does there's that desire too of like this is just important work mm-hmm. um, that we do, yeah. and to stay in it. Um, I agree, and that it's worth fighting for, and worth yeah. like the the fumbling through it. And um, yeah, I'm just so grateful to have a friend like you to chat through these things, and um, I'm thankful for this part of our story and what it's uh, what it's teaching us. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, to see kind of like where we'll both emerge from, from this chapter and that we, we are still cheering each other on from afar. Um, even if it doesn't look like it did a few months ago. Um, but that knowing, like, I will always have your, Mm. your love and your support and your care and like, hopefully likewise for you, for me. And, um, Mm. so yeah, I just, I love you so much friend. And I can't wait to hug you in real life. Oh my gosh. Please you in person. Yeah. 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 I think I'm, I like, thank you for helping me become and inviting me to be a better friend, not like Mm. in a good, bad way, but like, yeah. uh, And in that, like, a better human like loving more deeply and I think that's the hope for all of us so I really thank you for the ways you do that Mm. yeah thanks um okay well what are you up to tonight um (laughs) I did have some guacamole earlier um but that's also I realized Totally missing what Cinco de Mayo re- represents. I oh, understand gosh, that. I'm yeah. <laughs> um, so, thinking about that too. I'm like, oh, geez, I don't want to come across like I'm just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I know. So many things there. Um, so, yeah, what am I going to do? I might go to the market. I'm going to take a shower after gardening and just kind of prep for tomorrow. FaceTime with my boyfriend and good. Yeah. Um, nice. It's a long distance thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, tell him I say hi and I enjoy your trip to the market. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I love you, friend. I love you too. I can't wait to talk to you next and um, I will talk to you later. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye.